Hey, Journey family, I hope you're enjoying the Holy Week reading plan as much as I am. And if you're just now jumping in for the first time, we are so glad you're here reading along with us and have a quick announcement. If you are local to Dallas, we want to invite you and really whoever else you want to invite to not only read with us, but also attend Watermark's Easter services this weekend. And you can find all the details in the episode description. Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Dodder. Thanks for joining. It is Good Friday. Today we are reading Isaiah 25, 7 through 8, Mark 16, and 1 Corinthians 15, 54. And I am in the podcast studio with one of our faithful porch leaders, Mr. Kyle Sullivan. How's it going? Kyle, it's good to have you here. You're one of my friends, so this this just feels normal, yeah, normal. except we're wearing headphones exactly. talking to each other. Uh, Kyle, for those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about you and how you came to know the Lord, where you're at today. Yeah, I was around the church, uh, understood the love of God, the grace of God growing up. When I got to college at SMU, that's what brought me to Dallas. That was the first time I started to understand my Bible, that um, God actually was Lord of my life. So I understood his grace, and it was the first time in my life where I was like, I had to figure out, like, do I actually want to follow God? Mm -hmm. And through the porch and through Watermark, I started to realize that he wasn't Lord over my life, uh, that I accepted his grace. And it was the first time I started to wrestle with scripture and um, started to have some other people around me that could challenge me, pour into me. And so I've been around the porch for a long time. I was an attendee, and then uh, now I'm serving and leading in, in different ways. Love it. And what do you do in your day-to-day? What's day-to-day. a normal day in the life <laughs> for Kyle? Um, I have a unique job. Uh, I work in medical device sales, um, mostly in brain surgery and spine surgery. Which is um, so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm in scrubs all day. Definitely not around the church, working in the church, but I'm involved through the porch and through other things here. Totally. You love the Lord. You've got a spirit. And we're tackling a big question today. How do we know Jesus actually rose from the grave? Which might come as a surprise to some because it is Good Friday. If that's you, don't worry. We released a bonus episode answering the question, why is Good Friday good? So you can check that out. But Kyle, uh, how do we know Jesus rose from the grave? It's a big question. Take it away. It's a big question. So we'll do our best. So there's a few different places we could go. A couple scriptures that come to mind, Isaiah 25, Isaiah 53. So this is 700 years before Jesus lived. I mean, these are prophecies that the coming Messiah um, would actually die for our sins and would be resurrected. Um, And even if you go back to Genesis 3, this is God's plan to crush the serpent. And so it's pretty cool to see from the Old Testament to the New Testament, God clearly reveal himself and his plan through Jesus. But I think there's multiple spots you could go. There's the actual text, go through scripture, and then there's apologetics and reason and logic of, uh, is this true? Sure. I really wanted to focus on 1 Corinthians 15. Starting in verse 3, Paul talks about, according to the scriptures, that Jesus died. So verse 3, it starts out, it says, For I delivered to you as a first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day and according with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and to the twelve, and then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Which means they've 
Died. Died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. And then Paul goes on throughout that um, entire chapter to describe the importance of the resurrection, that if he did not raise from the dead, that we are still in our sins. In verse 19, it says, we are of all people most to be pitied. Mm. And so not only did Jesus die on the cross, was buried in a tomb, but he was resurrected on the third day. Getting into the apologetics of it and just the reason behind it, there's a few resources, uh, Case for Christ. Totally. Yeah, a number of resources you could go to. We can link some in the description, actually. We'll put those in. Yeah. And so I just wrote down six reasons and just evidence that Jesus did, did resurrect. Amazing. What's the first one? Number one, some people would say that Jesus didn't actually die. Mm. And so number one is that Jesus did die. And the fact that the Romans and the Jews had every incentive to prove that Jesus did die that he did not resurrect. And the Romans were very skilled at making sure that people died Hmm. when they crucified them. And so that's one big one. Number two, that the tomb was empty. He was buried in Joseph Amarathea's grave. Sure. And um, it was a very public thing. And then— Which historical sources would confirm that. Yeah. Like not—Bible aside, history would say, yeah, Jesus died. And he was buried in this grave, and the tomb was empty. Yeah. And there's secular writers that talk about that, right, not even right. uh, the disciples. Three, the women were the first eyewitnesses. Uh, if you think about that time, women didn't have the same rights that men had. Unfortunately. And, unfortunately. So if you were making up this faith, if Jesus fulfilled uh, what he said he would do to rise on the third day, women would not be the first people no. that would be the eyewitness accounts. And then four, Jesus appeared to hundreds of people. So Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 lays out that over 500 people, Cephas, James, the apostles, they actually saw Jesus after he was resurrected. Which is crazy because some people who are who would be atheists would say, no, they didn't actually see the risen Christ. They were hallucinating. And I'm like, tell me how 500 people yeah. had the exact same hallucination at the exact same time. Yeah. It just doesn't add up. Absolutely. And then and you think about the story of Peter, that he rejected Jesus three different times that we know. And then all of a sudden, something shifts in him, something shifts in the apostles. And then the last one I wrote down, number six, was there was no motive to lie. That mm-hmm. if you look at any type of crime scene, there was a motive for a lie or from for a reason that they did uh, what they did. And so the only motive was to be persecuted And they all, other than John, who wrote Revelation, they all were martyred for their faith. And so there was a shift in the apostles and in the early church that once they saw Jesus was resurrected, there was a shift and the church exploded. Which is crazy. Crazy. Kyle, how do you live differently because of the truth in the scriptures we looked at today? Yeah. The the fact that uh, we have a faith that aligns with reason— Mm-hmm. Um, some some people might think it's just a blind faith, but you can look through apologetics, and it was really helpful in my faith. But I know that number one, that what I believe is rooted in Scripture, and it's rooted in history, and it's rooted in evidence. It just changes the way I view my faith day to day, and the way the way I share with people, the way I love people. I know that my faith is true, and uh, if Jesus did resurrect from the grave, then anything that I face, I have hope in, I have peace in for the next life. So good, Kyle. Thank you for being here and preparing so faithfully. I really appreciate the time you took to come in early in the morning and record this. Happy Good Friday. It's a a somber day, but a day that also looks forward to the hope of the resurrection. Amen. Which is pretty cool. 
This is our last Holy Week podcast, but we'll be back next week, uh, continuing in our reading plan, reading through Exodus. So if you just jumped in to join the journey this week, we're here every day, Monday through Friday, looking at the scriptures, tackling challenging verses, great points of application, learning from people of all walks of life. You can jump in with us in Exodus or scroll back down and start at the beginning of Exodus or wherever you see fit. But as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.